eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, welcome to the post game podcast. Eddie Scazzeri joins me all this week. Hi there, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. So, yesterday I went to the uh, dentist who happens to be my brother in law. Yes. And uh, they took x rays, which uh, you get the x rays, mm-hmm. I think, like once a year. Yes. Uh, now it's all digital, right? So it comes right up on the screen. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he goes, uh, he's looking at it. And he goes, oh, uh, he goes, mm, it's looking like you're, uh, you don't have a cavity yet, but you, you'll, you'll be getting a cavity. He said, that's what the AI is telling me. Hmm. Artificial intelligence in the x-rays. Wow. Because what it sees, the AI can see where it's, what part of a tooth is starting to lose calcium or something. And that's the start, could be the start of a cavity. Interesting. Yeah. So now I know I have to pay extra special attention to this one tooth. Right. But it doesn't sound as if it's not a brushing or flossing issue. It's just a thing that's happening. Well, that, that's the thing. The The woman who cleaned my teeth, she goes, uh, oh, I think you need to floss a little better back there. I go, I floss every day. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big time. Well, I don't floss after every meal. I floss every day at night. Right. But... And then if I have a meal like with uh, like if you have chicken wings or an apple or something, yeah, you got to floss because corn. Yeah, if it gets annoying in your teeth. But a uh, man for years when I was a kid, I didn't floss nothing. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I'm flossing. So to tell me, you got to be flossing your teeth more. But I also started to think like we've had these teeth in our bodies for how many years now? Since we were what five. Yeah, like is that whatever, when you five six or something like that? Yeah, is that when you lose all of your baby teeth? Yeah, and you get your adult teeth. Yeah, you get your adult teeth, and those things are in your head. Think right. of all the terrible things you eat over the decades. Yes, that yeah. could just be rotting your teeth. Right, or or just breaking your teeth, chewing ice, chewing like yes, biting down on a, a nutshell or something. Yeah, yeah. I think all the time, like I used to eat a lot. Like as I was making my dinner, mm-hmm. I would eat raw carrots the yes. baby carrots i feel like i'm gonna break my teeth on those things yeah yeah it's the, not good but it, the, it was a calcium thing he said or or lack of like you're losing calcium on the tooth or yeah. something that's what he said i yeah. was just so thrown off that the ai machines are now in dentistry using predictive technology predictive technology yeah but mm-hmm. i also enjoyed the heads up to know like last night after I came back from the dentist, did my stuff, and then at nighttime went to brush my teeth, I paid extra special attention to that to area. That area. Yeah. yeah. Bottom right. I flossed it twice instead of once. So I'm uh, I'm going to fight this thing. And is there, um, could you take calcium supplements? Or I don't no? know. I don't know. He didn't say that. Hmm. Then, you know how I obsess over ingredient things now? Really? Yeah. Because oh. that's, that's what, what my latest obsession is. <laughs> so for whatever reason... 
the ingredients people that I follow on social media. Mm -hmm. They're all against fluoride, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know if you've heard it. Oh, that's been, but that's been decades. Of people arguing against fluoride? Yes, correct. So I started, I'm only three tubes in of of toothpaste that does not contain fluoride. Mm -hmm. Dr. Bronner's is what I use. I started using it. And uh, so when I was uh, at the dentist, that and uh, the people say, oh, Listerine, no good. It's got ingredients that it's uh, destroying uh, the natural things in your mouth that you should be having in your mouth. There's some bacteria that you want or need. Yeah, and that the Listerine is actually too strong. It kills everything. It kills everything. So I was like, hmm, interesting. And I've like, I've always used Crest or Colgate. Mm Mm-hmm. American Dental Association approved. They have the stamp on it. Right. And Listerine my whole life. And I've been killing it with the, I don't have a lot of cavities. So okay. Why I decided to change it up because of this, what I'm seeing on social media ingredients, I did. Um, so I showed him my Dr. Bronner's toothpaste yesterday. I go, hey, what do you think of this? He goes, there's no fluoride in it. I go, yeah, no fluoride. <laughs> he goes, well, you need fluoride. Because it helps in decay. I go, well, why are people against fluoride? He said, well, like in children, too much fluoride is not good. Could just mm-hmm. dis- discolor your teeth. And we get fluoride. Some people get fluoride in the water. I guess there's a thought that too much fluoride is not good. Is that like, what have you heard was the battle between fluoride and no fluoride? I never, I always chalked it up to like conspiracy theory craziness. Yeah. And, you know, nut jobbery. So I never really delved into the why as as to why some people are against it. Yeah. But I, I do believe it's in the majority of people's water supply, unless you have like spring water or what have you. Yeah. But I do believe it's in public water systems that it's an additive. Yeah, because I, w- I was reading that like if children drink too much or even an adult has too much fluoride, it could be toxic if it's too right. much but but, I, but I how much after, are you having you know, 100 years i think they, they have it down to <laughs> what's the safe uh amount yeah and i've never heard of anybody dying from fluoride poisoning right um and also there's a there's a certain amount of uh chlorine in your water supply also to kill the germs now obviously chlorine is a deadly deadly gas and uh, not a great, you know, if it's dissolved in water, but you can't have too much. You don't want to be drinking pool water. No, you don't. But every once, depending on the atmospheric conditions in your house, sometimes you can smell, the, or I can, I can smell the chlorine in tap water. Yes, <clears throat> I do occasionally as well. Yes, so it's there, and it, so is the fluoride. Are you a tap water drinking guy? I have no problem drinking tap water. Now, we have... Our refrigerator dispenses water and it has, you know, one of those filters in it. So that's yeah. usually what I do, primarily because it's nice and cold. Yeah. And it does taste my, slightly better. Now, New New Jersey tap water has come a long way. It used to not be as good as New York. Now it's it's right there on par with it. But growing up in, in Staten Island, I had New York City tap water. I always thought that was a cut above especially when I went, used to go out and visit the relatives in Salt Lake, it was a heavier water. Really? Like it was, um, and that's why you didn't get as good a lather. Like you used to have to use a ton of shampoo. You never got that big because it was hard water because it had more stuff in it. We had uh, water softener in our mm-hmm. house growing up. Yes. Where you pour those big giant things of Morton salt into it. Yeah, and it, it that gets... Um, that will make it makes your soap lather better and and everything else. I I've always I've always heard that about New York City drinking water as well. Oh, it's the best. Mm-hmm. But then it might be the best where and it's coming from the water plant. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what our pipes look like. Our oh, individual for sure. pipes, right? But I'm right? just talking about the taste of the water out of the tap. Yeah. Obviously, if you have crappy like rusty pipes, it's not going to be good. But I'm just talking about the pure taste of the water out of the tap. I filter my water at home now, but at at night when I go upstairs to brush my teeth and all, I drink the tap water. Of course, and the uh, but does your fridge dispense water? Uh, no, it does not. I have a like a, a really simple fridge, mm-hmm. no dispensing of tap water. Gotcha. No ice. And you know, it does have a setup for the ice, but you have to have a water line into it. You know. Yeah, have and that. I do. There is a water line back there, but I I just never plugged it in. I don't know. 
I don't know okay. why. Only because I feel like in the past, maybe when I was in Matawan in the apartment and I would get the automatic ice, the ice always tasted weird. Mm. It tasted metallic-y. Yes. Well, that could have been who knows what was going on with right. the system in your... Was Matawan, was that like a part of a... You were in an apartment almost? Or yeah, that was an apartment yeah, in yeah. Matawan. So you don't know what's going on there. Who knows what's going on there? And so what do you have, ice cube trays in your freezer? Yeah. Old school. Old school. I haven't had one of those. God knows. I can't oh, they're so remember. annoying. Yes. So annoying. I was thinking of buying a ice maker that sits on the countertop. Mm. You you could pour like even filtered yeah. water into it and then sure. brrr, it makes up all this ice. But I'm not really a big ice drinker. Yeah, I, I it depends. Certain like I never like the water from the fridge is very cold. Yeah. I don't need it. And if I'm drinking a Diet Coke or something, I'm taking it out of the fridge and usually in a can. I don't I'll just drink it out of the can. Because the can keeps it nice and cold. Yeah. But the only thing I'll, I'll like iced tea, we'll occasionally make an iced tea situation. Then I like to have the ice, even though it is also coming out of the fridge. Somehow I just, in my head, I have to have iced tea with you ice. You need ice cubes. Yeah. Gina makes a lot of like um, ice lattes at home. So she's always making ice cubes. So when she came to stay with me, when she was renting her house, she was like, you don't, I didn't, because back then I didn't even have ice. I had an ice cube tray. It was in the, in the uh, cabinet because I was never using it. She's like, where are your ice cubes? <laughs> I go, I don't. Oh, iced coffee. I will make myself an iced coffee. Not a, not a cold brew. Like, you know, you get it. Yeah. Dunkin' or Starbucks, but I'll just make a regular coffee in the Keurig, but I'll do it over ice. Right. And so which, I'll use it for that. Which is very nice. It is. It it's, uh, that tastes very nice. Do you remember the old school when we were growing up ice cube bankers that were metal? Yes. And the, with the, had that lever on it? <laughs> yes. And because it's metal, you would take it out there, your hand would stick to it. Ice cold, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you Yeah. <laughs> you could hurt your fingers a little yeah. bit. I mean, not seriously, but it was like a thing. Right. Because you were you were shifting every yeah. individual, what seemed like metal blades Correct. in between the ice cubes. Uh-huh. Yeah, to, to break it open. Yeah, and, we but got you rid had of those. To take, you had to hold the metal tray yeah. to get it out, too. Yes. Yeah. When did those stop? I don't know, but I'm, I'm glad we have that sort of common memory. I didn't yeah. know if it was just, we just had ancient ice cube. Makers. No, I had definitely had those. And now they have them, they're like silicone, mm-hmm. like very flexible. Right, because the plastic ones eventually, the one time you crack it, it the whole thing's going right. to break. Yeah. And it's no good. If you filled it up too much, it was hard to Correct. crack it. If you didn't fill it up enough, it was it was like a pain in the neck. Right, if you like, if you overflow the thing, uh, yeah. And then the balancing act to get it from yes. yeah. into your freezer, uh-huh. forget it. My but, freezer always had like a puddle of, of uh, well, what is the puddle of water, but frozen, yes. frozen over right, ice. Right, it spills out. Spills out, and especially if you're a kid trying to do that. Yes, kids, kids can't do that stuff perfectly. Right, and do like when I was a kid, probably you had the same thing. If if you were the last person to use the ice, oh. you had to fill it up. Yes, correct. So I would That's go the if rule. I, yeah, if I would go and there was one ice cube left, I'd be like, guess I'm not having an ice because I am not filling this ice cube up. Right, or if there's two ice cubes, you're like, I just need one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just need the one. Yeah. Growing up too, we had uh, we used to drink a lot of soda in my house. Mm-hmm. And because we were a family of five and we we drank a lot of soda, when soda would go on sale, my my parents would stock it up in the garage. Yeah. Like, and then we had a, another refrigerator in the garage. So that had the cold soda bottles. And then the other soda bottles were in the garage stored. So the rule was if you finished the soda upstairs, you had to replace it with the soda from downstairs. Similar thing. It'd be like... <laughs> Like legitimately a tiny, like a shot glass full of Coke left because no one wanted to finish it to go down and get the other. Right. As if it was like the biggest thing and in the world. It's a huge hardship. Like, oh, I'm always, go- I'm always going down for soda. And it was usually probably your mom who wound up doing yes, it. Yes, because that's what the moms do. That's what moms do. There's two uh, different philosophies here. I want to see you if you think they, they seem to me to, to be somewhat opposite and yet i see this from this like you know like on uh, social media though they'll people will post or that you'll see posts for about of like a life lesson type things mm-hmm. or ways uh, life philosophies or life hacks life hacks life philosophies that sort of thing and these these two seem to be opposite yet the same people say both of these things mm-hmm. one is um 
that you should be comfortable now in your life to say no to things that you don't want to do. Which you, that's your own personal flaw. I don't know if yeah. you got that from one no. of these things, but you've been saying that for at least two years now. Yeah, and I do still say yes to things I don't want to do, even though I've gotten better at saying no to mm-hmm. things. Like we said, like no more softball. Right. We're not playing softball. But those same people will also say um, that you should do things you're not used to doing and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Those seem to be two opposite things. Right. Yeah, they do seem to be two right? opposite. But I, I think you can, like if you say you get invited to a wedding and mm-hmm. it's out on Long Island, which happened. It, that did happen. You've been to Long Island. You've been to weddings. It's not a new environment. It's just something that's annoying you. You don't want to do. You've played softball on weeknights, on school nights, work nights for us. And it's just, you know what it is, and it's just annoying. You've experienced it. It's not for you. I think that other thing is different. There's a potentially new thing, something you haven't done before. You don't know if you're like, why not try it and experience it? It's not like you are committing to doing it all the time. Right. That now, makes sense. There are extremes like skydiving. Like, no effing way. I'm not doing that. You know, scuba dive, going down the submarine, you know, a, a mile down. No, But that thanks. would make you uncomfortable. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. But, like, I think there are limits to it. But, like, if you want to just try, like, different things or, you know, going even as simple as going to a, 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 a restaurant that serves a different kind of food that you never had. Like Indian never. food I've never had. Right. Perfect example. Um, which actually that surprises me growing up in New Jersey with the large Indian population, especially yeah. in Edison. Yeah, I don't, I'd never. Yeah. My family, though, always went to like the, the my family was not a very adventurous food family. Mm-hmm. Like Bob's they, big boy. Yeah, like they wouldn't <laughs> try. Like it was mostly the same things always on the menu right. if we went out. Yeah. So uh, and I did not try Indian food until I was in my mid 20s and I found out I liked it. Now, there are some things on the Indian food menu I'm out on, but there are many things. And also uh, halal food, like for Middle Eastern, Pakistani, that sort of thing. Yeah. That I have enjoyed a lot. Now, not all of it, and there's some things I'm out on. Like anything, I'm not eating goat. Mm-hmm. Just that's not happening. But they all have like chicken dishes, right? Correct. Correct. Lamb you're not having? Uh, no. I'm out on lamb. I'm out on goat. I just think, you know, I just, I mean, I know I don't like lamb. I've never had goat, but if I don't like lamb, I don't think I'm going to like goat. So, you know, you're not going to find beef on the Indian menu, but on the Pakistani halal food, you would do find beef, but the beef is sacred to India, so no beef on the menu. So if I go to an Indian restaurant, they'll be like, where? What? Where's there's my no, steak? There's no steaks here? What are we yeah. doing? So, and also when I go to Iceland, their main food is seafood and lamb. I'm screwed. I don't eat seafood. I don't eat lamb. Now, I told them that, but there's, you know, listen, I'm not going to Iceland for the food. I'm going to see Iceland and experience the whole nature thing and and that sort of thing. So I don't don't care about it. And let's be honest, I could lose, as you said, to lose a few pounds. I'm not going to be starving to death. You'll find um, something. Oh, yeah. And of course, there'll always be some. There'll be yeah. a vegetable. There'll be some bread, whatever. You might be vegan when you get back. Uh, perhaps, yes. But, um, yeah, so it's uh, something like that to experience a different kind of food or to experience a, I don't know, a, a, trying to think of another example of something that would challenge you. I even thought something uh, Aaron Rodgers brought up earlier this week mm-hmm. where he said or he told his teammates, when you have lunch today, sit at a table with people you've not had lunch with. Mm-hmm. Like even something like that, because that to me would be uncomfortable. Yes. But something you probably, like that's, I, I feel like something that would you would be uncomfortable with, that's probably a good thing to do. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and I am not, I don't consider myself an extrovert, but I do not have a problem going to places where I don't know anybody. Like if we're invited to a wedding, but we really don't know anybody at this wedding except for the people that invited us, which is the mom of the the bride or whatever. 
you know, we barely even know the, the, the bride. We just know the mom or dad that invited us. But I have no problem going in, the, in those situations, even though, again, I'm not an extrovert, not a life of the party kind of person, but I can talk to a lot of people and have no problem with that. But the getting back to the question, I think there's a difference. Like, you know you don't want to do this thing that you've done before. You just don't like it. I'm saying no to it. Rather than, and then the other side of it is to shut out any new experiences. I think they're two different things. That makes sense. So, I was not really seeing it that way, but that makes actually a lot more sense So, yeah, now. I don't think it's contradictory by those people. Right. Yeah, I was seeing it as contradictory, but that makes a lot more sense. If you know, you say no to things that you know you have tried and don't like. Right. But say yes to new experiences, give it a shot. Who knows, you might like it. Or if even if it is something that you do like, but the logistics of getting to a place are such that it's going to infuriate you and just make you miserable. And again, like, oh, I love to do this thing, but it's out in Montauk, Long Island. No, because you're going to be thinking about it and it's going to just drive you not to make you miserable. So that would be a thing to say no to for that reason. Right. Or even if it's a new thing, challenge yourself. Well, I'll challenge myself if it's in Bradley Beach. Yes. I'm not going to, you know, Pennsylvania to do it. Right. Challenge yourself, make yourself uncomfortable. They always say that, like, you, your only growth is when you're uncomfortable uh, and you can grow. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. You don't subscribe to that. No. I, and listen, being uncomfortable and having, you know, negative experiences, it does, it is a learning experience for sure. Yeah. I don't seek them out. I don't think anybody does. But uh, I, I think you can challenge and learn things like like you do all the time. You'll research different topics. So you're learning and growing and, and, and sort of challenging preconceived notions that you have by researching both sides of a topic, which you do all the time. So, I, no, I don't I don't agree with you have to be uncomfortable. And yeah, I, I don't agree with that. Especially as you get older and have more experiences, you yes, you know what you like correct. to do and what you don't right. like to do. Right, and as long as you're happy, who gives an F about what other people think about it? Yeah, how, did you hear that? Who gives an F? <laughs> Bastards. Yeah. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Yes. Now, I did that with CeeLo, and it was, again, combative. Combative. This time in the first segment of the warm-up. Right. Yes. And listen, early on, you'll hear CeeLo say how he's not going to get all excited. Right. It starts off very calm, and yep. it, it ramped up within, I would think, 90 seconds. Very quickly. Yeah. Got very aggressive. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yesterday was the second segment, first segment today. Yeah. Same topic. Oh, yeah. But not tomorrow, because tomorrow's a feel-good right. Friday. And, and Steve Cohn won't have spoken. We hope Justin not. Verlander will not have been just traded, which <sighs> was the impetus for the last two Disagreements. That's true. Well, we'll see what happens. Steve Cohen may talk to somebody today. You don't know. And, you know, and we're we're going to have it. Zach Wilson's uh, one quarter of football All to right. talk about. Yes, we will have Zach Wilson's one quarter. He'll probably look terrific. Uh, I can't. I, I I was talking to Joe Benigno about this yesterday. Yeah. Off the air. I, I can't. Rogers is going to help him. Yeah. I think I think so too. Zach Wilson. I mean, listen, he may not ever be a great quarterback or even a good quarterback, but having Rodgers around is going to get maximize whatever he is. Right. Right. You're giving him now the full chance to get get it figured out. Mm -hmm. All right, Eddie. Uh, warm up now. We'll see you tomorrow at five a.m. on a feel good frozen. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Here's the pitch. Swung, lined hard, caught. The game is over. The Mets win it. They're on their way to Arizona. The Mets have won the wild card in the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Hello, hello there. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. Eddie Scazzari is here as well. Jerry continues his tour of Texas. Welcome, CeeLo. Hi, Al. Feeling a little tamer today, so I oh, promise not too to be bad. shouting and screaming uh, and yelling at you. I like the yelling and shouting and Every screaming. Every day, though? You know. um, if it's genuine and you, you were genuinely Correct. angry. So when I, I, when I feel, feel passionate about yeah. something, it comes out. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I still am uh, confused, though, at <laughs> Steve Cohen. I really am. Like, okay. Maybe we will be yelling yeah, at you each other. Yeah, you might be yelling at me again. Fire away. I'm confused by Steve Cohen because I heard just heard the clip. Uh, who was doing that update there? That was Marco Belletti. Oh, Marco he, Belletti. He does. He's our full-time I have heard of him. gentleman. Yeah. I don't know. For whatever reason, his voice sounded different. No, all right, then. Um, I, I'm confused by... I feel like Steve Cohen's saying two different things depending on which clips I see <laughs> or which things I read. Uh-huh. You're going to put a competitive team on the field next year. Correct. Making the playoffs isn't good enough. Uh-huh. And then also said, I think expectations are really high this year, and my guess is next year they'll be a lot lower. Right, because they're transitioning. Max asked me straight, are you going to be all in a free agency next year? And I couldn't give him that promise. Correct. Okay, but he also just said playoffs is too low to shoot for right. next year. No, I think that was the overall... The overall mantra, his oh, overall, okay. you know, mission statement for the team. So we are. They can't just be satisfied. To, meaning, like, hey, we were X amount of games out of the wild card with this huge payroll. Expectations were through the roof, and like, you know, keeping it together to just make try to catch catch all these teams and squeak into the wild card isn't good enough. That's right. what he's saying. Okay, but not for next year. <laughs> we're punting See, on next the, year. Yeah, but the, no, I don't. They're not punting on next year. But they're not. You're right. I am going to get worked up yeah. because everyone. It's so black and white with everybody. There's no middle ground allowed. Is with the with the fans in this town, and I get it. No, but I get it. No, because because people. Oh well, that, that's it. They 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 got rid of these guys. Verlander's not here. They're not going to spend money. So what? Why even bother watching next season? Let's just right. let's just not. The season's over. Correct. This season's over, and next season's over Correct. as well. We'll see you in 2024. Yes. That's such a that's such a but, loser take, is what that is. But no, that's a it, loser, defeatist, pessimistic, glass half empty outlook, is what that is. It's a realistic look at. Are no, the his Met- his look is realistic. He's letting you know, like we may not have right. the top payroll. So what are, by what, by uh, by eons and eons, and we're not going to go into the market and sign these guys to massive correct. contracts. But that, but what? But what's what does that than, guarantee you? But what's different than what the fans are saying? What's different than what the fans people like the fans are, you're are punting saying, on next year? Right. You're not going to be. You're not going to put a good team on the field. Right. You're not, you know. But but, okay. Al, there's 30 teams in baseball. Yes. Right. You have your top tier. Correct. You have your low tier. You have your middle tier. Yes. Okay. I don't think his goal next year is to you know, people talk about tanking. Right. The Orioles did it quite a bit. Stripped it down to the studs so they could yes. pick in the top five in the draft for a million years. And now they've got this great farm system with all these great young players coming up. The Reds all of a sudden are on the upswing. The Royals have been trying to do that since they beat the Mets in the World Series eight years ago now. All right. 
I don't think that's what Steve Cohen's trying to do here. No, he's going to be a middle-of-the-tier team. For a year, maybe two, while right. they retool Correct. and wait for some of these guys to arrive. But I That's don't... no different than what the fans are saying. You're punting on next year. It's and not we'll... punting when you're in the middle. Of the, like They could get into the wild card next year and never know, make a run in the playoffs. Or maybe at the deadline next year, if it looks like things are trending in the right direction, they dip back into some of those prospects and assets they have at the minor league level to add to their team, to supplement what they have. But that's 82, not 82, that's over 100 games away next season. Why do we have to make that declaration on August 3rd of 2023? Well, the only declaration, we're we're, we're just taking what Steve Cohen has told us and okay. told the players. And he's, I think, trying and, to be reasonably honest with the fan yes, base instead of but, selling them a bill of goods, as Joe said yesterday. Right. Where's Steve Cohen? Let's hear from him. Well, you heard from him now. Right. And so I don't you, think he's blowing smoke up here, you know what? I don't either. No one's saying he is. He's telling you right? next year. Is not going to be a great year. No, see, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hear okay. that. I did, so you think I don't people, hear that? You think? Do you think right now after hearing that mm-hmm. the Mets get one call today about season tickets? I don't know. I don't know that he cares about Those, that right now. Oh, okay. So then, see you in the, not next year, the year after. I think he's already telling you. I, I think on August third, they're not focused on season ticket calls for next year because you know what? Be. We have an entire winter and off season ahead. There are now people, you're reacting to one soundbite. And one quote that you read, as you allow me to go through the course of the morning here and play all of this. In yeah. fact, maybe I can find one right That's now. That's what I mean. They're all over the place. Discussing that. Let me see here. There are people that work for the Mets mm-hmm. that only sell season tickets. I understand that. Why are you going to work today? Why does anyone for any franchise that works in sales go to work every because, day? Because the New York Mets have a different expectation than the Kansas City Royals. Okay. And the New York Yankees have a higher expectation. Yeah, how do you Boston think the Yankees season ticket calls are going right now? Not great. Okay, so why why are we why are we fixated on the Mets Cashman like they're doing out, something that's so different from the other team in New York? Because if Brian Cashman came out today and is like, eh, Brian Cashman, who yesterday basically was just like, ah, you played the clips, he could barely speak above a whisper whisper because he comes across as embarrassed that they didn't do anything. Well, hope, how many times did he use the word hope or hopefully on whatever day that was Tuesday? Hopefully this. Hopefully that. Well, you know, we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't backfire. Yada, 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 yada. Well, we didn't know. We were kind of caught in between. Do we Wishing buy? Do we sell? And hoping. They didn't have a plan. They're, they, they just, they're just in the middle. Okay. Let me see here. What are you Fine. looking for? <sighs> the Steve Cohen stuff? Year. Yeah, no, I have the cuts. It's just looking at the slugs. I got to remember which one. Slugs. A bunch of slugs. Let's see. Hmm. It was honest. Maybe it was. Mm-hmm. A, no, this is the one you just heard about Scherzer. There was yeah. another one, though. Mm, was it this I don't one? want to roll a team out there that we're going to be embarrassed no. by. But, say, you know, I, but we also know that you know spending a fortune, you know, everyone says I spent a lot of money, and other teams did too, doesn't guarantee you uh, a trip to the playoffs. Okay, and then, then one more, and then we'll be done with it. I'm not as negative, okay? I mean, it, it won't be a, as, as star-studded team as it was. But uh, you know, you know, star stars don't necessarily make make for wins. Nah, that wasn't the one. And but I think we're going to be highly competitive. There was one other one where he said it's not like we're not going to sign any free agents. Like you know, we got to wait and see how the winter plays out. McMonagle just said it. It's like it's going to be Kodai Senga and a bunch of stiffs in the starting rotation. Like they're going to fill out the roster. We got to wait and see who those people are going to be before we start making declarations about what next season is. What they're saying to you is we just spent a gazillion dollars. They blew the record for payroll out of the water, right? Luxury tax, the whole nine yards. They were like leaps and bounds ahead of anybody. Went all in for the short term, two-year contract for Scherzer, two years for Verlander with the option, guys on the back end of their careers, so on and so forth, right? Yes. Okay. So, again, (laughs) that's the top tier. It's not well. Now we're going to go to the uh, we're going to go the other direction to the polar opposite to the other end of the extreme on that on that totem pole of thirty MLB teams and their payrolls. They're not going to show up and you know be the Tampa Bay Rays and spend like you know whatever they spend fifty sixty million bucks you know total. Like they still have a lot of guys that are under contract for next year that they didn't trade away yet. Did they take calls on Pete Alonso? I'm sure that they did. That's going to piss people off. Okay, fine. People can be pissed off, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know what they clearly made a decision to move on from this 
short-term goal that they set because it wasn't working. Yes. Right? Yes. They committed to a new strategy, a new course of action. I don't know what people expect him to say. Would they rather him come out and and lie and say like— No, no one's—we're both saying the same thing. Uh-huh. So but I'm I'm confused then about what the— He's telling you. We're He's telling not, you they're not going to spend as much money, right. and Vegas is probably not going to have their World Series odds Correct. as high as they did a year ago. Right. That's okay. all. So I'm okay. saying then I'm hearing that as a fan, and I understand it. I understand rebuilding takes time. Right. I don't even necessarily call this a rebuild. Rebuild would have been Alonzo's gone, Lindor's gone, McNeil's gone, Nimmo's gone, and we're going to bring up a bunch of guys you've never heard of that are like, and there were a couple of them in the lineup last night because I guess guys are banged up, Nimmo's out, guys that are, you know, 32-year-old journeymen that no one's ever heard of, and we're going to play those guys from opening day all the way till the end of the season for 162, and we're going to lose 100 games, and we're going to pick in the top five in the draft. That's a rebuild. I'm just saying, next year when we do buzz, no buzz, the Mets are going to have zero buzz. That's I, I don't disagree with that. But, like, <laughs> where does it say, where is it written that the rule is the Mets must have buzz every single year or else they're never going to win a World Series? There is Series. no rule, but the fans are also not going to buy tickets. Okay. Not going that, to buy T-shirts. But, did, not, but, if, but does Steve Cohen's focus on... Oh, my God, the world's ending after 2024. I must sink everything into 2024, and nothing beyond matters. No. He bought the team yeah. and talked from day one about sustainable success, right? right? Think about the right. regime so we, we just came out of yes. with the Willpons. Uh, but I'm, How I'm, people were pissed, ticked off about that. I'm getting all of this. I hear it so, all. Okay, so you want to just be angry then that next no, year not is angry. not— I'm that, just saying it's if you're a Mets fan, okay. yes. this season is ruined— yeah, that's not Steve Cohen's fault. That's the players' fault. I didn't say that. So then, what? But you, but people are shooting arrows at. They're annoyed at Steve Cohen. Joe was annoyed at Steve Cohen yesterday. People are, oh, well, the Mets. It was a colossal failure. Yeah, no kidding. But it was a colossal failure. Should they? Should they ignore that and continue to no. and pretend like that's not the case? No, I'm hearing everything he's saying. I'm just. But in what he is saying is, this year is over. Would you agree with that? Yeah, sure. Okay, so of there's course. no reason to We've go to the ballpark unless you get free tickets. It from depends somebody. on who you are. There's right. still people that no are going to go. Big we understand. Money. Okay, but the, did you? Does it seem like this man is a slave to what people are spending in the short term at the ballpark? I don't know. He's worth billion. He's worth more than right any other owner in sports. Correct. Okay. Sure. He just paid ninety million dollars to send two guys away to better their farm system. You really think it's going to hurt his bottom line long term if they have a quarter or a third of a season? I don't. Okay. But again, we're we're you're arguing things that I'm agreeing with. You. So what are you arguing? As a Met fan, this season is over. Yes. He is already preparing you and telling you next season's okay. not going to be great either. So you want me to say what? That they're not going to have as many people in the ballpark next year? That, the, that I don't think that that's there's not going breaking to be news. There's there's no excitement for Mets baseball. Sometimes that happens. It's not going to be every year that the Mets are at the top of the World Series odds list. Right, but the problem is this. Every year, baseball gets less interesting to people. No, baseball gets less interesting to you. Oh, yeah, to me. Look at the TV ratings. Their attendance is up this year, more so than it's been. so silly. You just talked about about buying tickets and going to the ballpark. So which way is it? Because Which one is it? Because I'm sure the Mets have sold a crap load of tickets for the rest of this year. You think people are going to be going to the games? I don't. Probably not as much. You see all the time. We see that. But you're saying baseball gets less interesting every year. It does. To the general public. Okay. They're... Check how many people watch the World Series. I'm where, but Check how many is, people I'm watch a Yankee What does that game? have to do with the Mets, though? That that oh applies God. to everybody. Right. So, because so now, what's your be, point? Because, because when you're taking another season off, you're taking half of this season off, mm-hmm. and you're taking all of next season off. They're not taking all of next you season drop, off. They're not, they're not taking the season okay. off. They're just not going to have two $43 million pitchers who are 40 years old at the top of the rotation. Yeah, it's going to be real exciting. Okay. Well, how, it was exciting this year for it how was. long? How long? How long was it exciting? Months. Was it exciting watching Scherzer give it up was. home run left and right in the wild card series against the Padres last well, that was year? Last year yeah. Was it exciting watching him this year lose to the Braves again, no. lose to the Padres again, lose no. to the Yankees, get pulled out of a game with sticky stuff and get suspended? Was that fun to watch? That was kind of interesting. Okay, great. Was it fun watching Verlander miss the first two months of the season? Was that fun for no, the fans? That wasn't good. Great. Was it fun watching Carlos Carrasco but go out least... there and get his ass kicked in the first two innings? Was that fun? 
No, no, but if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in week one, is that fun? No. But is this screwed. part leading up to it fun? Okay. Well, is what there is some that buzz into the Jets? That's great for us here to things to talk about. It's sure. Great for but, the fans, too. Okay. So it's exciting. And if the Jets are one and three heading into that Broncos game in week five, we're going to be in here bitching and moaning like, oh, football, too. The Jets are done. Well, get us to get us to spring training. Pitchers and catchers can't wait. Every time you take a season off, you lose more fans. They're not taking the season off. They are. No, they're not. Because well, here's this what happens. People are so drastic. They're so black and white. There's no middle ground. There's no, no gray a, area for anybody. It's a ton of middle ground. And no, now not. the Mets You're are saying in middle ground. It's, oh, then that's not taking the season off. There's 30 teams in Dude, baseball. How everyone, many make the playoffs now, Al? But How many? everyone agrees. How many teams make the playoffs? I have no freaking clue. 12. They have I'll three tell you wild this. cards and Everybody three division says, winners in each league. If you so don't almost make half the, the teams is the answer. If you don't make the playoffs, it's pointless. It is. Sorry. Okay. Football. How do we know they're not making the playoffs uh, next year? Football's 17 games, right? Right. So if 10 weeks in, you stink, there's only seven more weeks left. Baseball goes on forever. No kidding. Yeah. We're staring at it right now. Which is so With both stupid. teams, by the way. <laughs> I keep hearing Yankee fans, we're making the third wild card. It's going to be awesome. Which Yankee fans? McMonagle, you mean? I don't know. <laughs> There's Yankee fans. We talked about like, oh, these three big, this big stretch for the Yankees here: Orioles, Rays, and Astros. Now he's repositioning it. Hey, they got three big series coming up. This is the season. Astros. I can't even tell you who the next two series are beyond the Astros. Four games against Houston, and then whatever they do after that. And I get it. The standings don't change every day. Here we are again this morning. There's still three out in the loss column because they won last night and the Blue Jays won. Baseball uh, fans are old, so when you take a year and a half off. They die. They're not taking it off. And they don't get reborn. They didn't take this year off. It blew up in their face. Right. Okay, so maybe next year, without those sky-high expectations and the old guys on the team, when everyone's like, oh, World Series or bust, Mm -hmm. maybe they'll catch us by surprise. Who knows? Let's allow them an offseason to fill out their roster and see what the team looks like before we say 2024 is over. I'm only listening to the owner, and that's what he's essentially that's, saying. Yeah, he's saying we're going to be middle I, I, of the I road. I think people are parsing their words. And you're right. Most, words. most people are middle of the road, correct? Most game, most teams are they're mediocre. They don't make yeah, the playoffs. Not necessarily by choice. It's just the way it stacks up. You can, I mean, they, right. you are what your record says you are, right? Right. To, to quote Bill But Barcelos. when you have the richest owner in baseball, mm-hmm. and you are in the New York market, a market that actually cares about baseball, right. and you tell your fans... See ya in a year and a half. It's not great. Okay, but what would you like him to do right now? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not great. Okay. It sucks. It's Yes, all of this sucks. And you lose fans that way. You lose. Good day, sir. I don't fans. think the Mets are going to lose fans okay. over this. Well, turn the TV on. See if anyone's at those games. Uh, that's a different story. You can still be a fan and not go to the game. I'm a fan of the Yankees. I no, can't stand right. getting to the Bronx from Central, well, Central New Jersey. Why don't you grab some of those SNY ratings for these I'm Mets not games. debating that with you, but that you could say the same for the Yankees if they fall <laughs> out of the wild card race. You are what your record says you are. If you suck, people aren't going to watch. Yeah. If you're good, they will. It's very simple math. Right, but here's what happens in this day and age of streaming and cord cutting. I know. This is really what you want to get to. And the old no, ladies that pay no. the regional sports. But we've done that no. argument before. That's not my argument. Okay. My argument is Mets fans that want to watch, that Mets fans who do pay for SNY and uh-huh. cable, maybe next year they don't. Because they're like, eh, my expectations are not the playoffs or the okay. World Series. Well, That's, Steve Cohen just told me Steve expectations will, will be low. will survive for a year, and then when they're ready to reload and be all in gung-ho oh, we'll in back. 2025, they I guarantee you the diehard Met yeah. fan or the person who's a front-runner and it's only not, cares about watching right. a winning team That's will be back. Okay, but front-running, this is like people like that live down the Jersey Shore that go, so annoying in the summer when all the, there's all the traffic. Yeah. They're the people that make it possible for you to live down the shore. The front-running fans, there are not enough diehard fans. That's what my argument always about sports radio is. There are not enough hardcore sports fans to do hardcore sports radio. That's why you got to goof around a little bit. Okay, and we and like do goofing some things. around. Right. It, so, it, it, it so the hardcore Mets fans will be back. Mm-hmm. The you need masses, though. Okay, and, again, and those people won't be back. They will be back when the team. If you, but if you're saying, well, people are going to be bandwagon or front running fans. 
when they come into another season when they like they, they were this year, yeah. then those people will be back. Maybe. Or maybe they Just like find... people are all pumped up about the Jets because Aaron Rodgers is here and it's not Zach Wilson playing Difference... quarterback. Different story because it's, I understand NFL, it's the NFL baseball. Fine. and it's a In short sports, season. Though, if your point about bandwagon fans, not enough, TV. not enough hardcore diehard fans, doesn't that apply to all sports then? All except the NFL. Okay, fine. So pick an NH. Pick a hey. When the Rangers suck, yeah. not a lot of people are watching on TV. The Garden's still sold out because it's the Garden. Not a lot of people are watching on TV when they're awesome. F- what compared to the year where they're not right? We're talking about, it's all relative here. We're doing ratios. I'm not saying NHL ratings versus baseball ratings. We're talking about good team versus bad team. Mm-hmm. Who wants to watch a bad product? Very few people. Only yes. the diehards. That Correct. applies everywhere. Not just in New York. Other markets, other sports. That's that's common sense, Al. Right. You, you're arguing things I'm not arguing. I still don't know what you're arguing other than you guys just want to be butthurt that they're not going to you know spend a gazillion dollars wanna, next. So it, what? So what? You want to be happy that less people are why You want to be, hey, I was right about those streaming no, no. and TV ratings. No one's going to be watching. No one cares about your product. Okay. Uh, again, you, this is like arguing with my girlfriend. Okay, so then let's move on to something else. It's like else we're then. arguing two different things. I mean, you're arguing the same thing, but I'm just saying they're telling you next year is out. No. That's all. They're not telling you next okay. year is out. Next year's in. They're going to win a World Series. No. I'm not saying that, but they could very well be competitive and make the playoffs. And once you get it, isn't good enough. Holy That's God, my point. Al, what did the Phillies do last year? What were they this, at this point last year? You don't remember because you don't care. Right. What were the Phillies at this point last year? Not sure. Okay. What did they, did they? Do you remember that they fired Joe Girardi in the middle of the season? They were under 500, that squeaked into the wild card, and ended up in the World Series. You never know. That's what's beautiful about sports. This is not the NBA where usually it's just the top two teams and no one else cares about anyone else. You get into the playoffs and you know you're going to get your ass kicked and swept in the first round. Now, we just came off a year where that wasn't the case, and you actually had a couple upsets for a change. Okay. But that's what's beautiful about sports. Hold on. You Stu- never know. Stu Gotts is here. Great. Maybe uh, he can come on. in and agree Hello? with all of your points. Hello, sir. Hi. Are you here Three, in the building? 345 Hudson? Yes, sir. Is it like a Chase fucking bank? There well, it is. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I was going to say, you might I, want to tell him he's on the I radio. I have you on the radio. I'm on the air right now. <laughs> Are you really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a... No, you have to go past the Chase bank and okay. might have to step over a human being. Under the scaffolding. <laughs> yeah, under the scaffolding, but we're right in uh, there. Oh, on the scaffold, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go back on the air, dude. Sorry. Okay, see you. <laughs> this guy's very filthy mouth. I knew. I was radio. like, yeah, this. we should probably let him know he's on the oh, air. Let's take a break because somebody has to let Stu Gods in the building. See, and you didn't think you were going to be screaming at me today. Well, Here I didn't we think are. we were going to go back to essentially the same conversation as yesterday. Well, we got different information today. This nah, is what sports radio does. Not really, but okay. Beat, beat topics. Yeah, I know. You're miserable about that, Mets, too. Mets, 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 Mets. I'd like to believe if Jerry was here, he yeah. would have been on taking the same Probably. approach that I'm taking. Maybe you call me fraud, fraud, yeah. fraud. I hate baseball. I didn't call you fraud. Oh, almost. I do still want to continue this conversation because oh I really God. love it. <laughs> you don't seem to love it. You're like, we're, you're, we're it's like talk, arguing with my I girlfriend. Do like, we're arguing two different points. Right. We're arguing two different That's points. That's fun for you? you no, the, the problem, the, the thing when you argue with women is they <laughs> never. a woman now. Is they, well, I'm saying they, they never argue facts. They argue emotion and feeling instead of facts. What so, is the fact here? The fact is that the you owner... You keep using different words, though. You're like, oh, they're punting. When did Steve Cohen say, we're we're losing next season, we're punting, we're giving up? Because uh, that's what you're saying. He said, you're putting words in his mouth. Okay. So if you want to talk about facts, yeah. he said, we're going to field a competitive team. We just might not that's have... That's not good enough. That's the facts. Okay, but that's, that's, that's the reality of their situation next year. Okay. Right. Because and, this is the path they have chosen. Okay, and no one will go to the games. And unlike the Wilpons, they're not trying to fool you, or they're not saying, hey, these guys that we paid all these money, we don't want, take all of their money. We don't care what prospect we get. Take Verlander, take Scherzer. Whatever team is willing to take on the whole contract, we'll do that. We'll get rid of that. That's not what happened here. It's not. So you want to talk facts, that's a fact. Okay. Jack. Uh, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to argue some more. <laughs> and then uh, Stu Gotts from uh, the Dan Lebetard Show, he will be hosting with Gio. So.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program with CeeLo here today. Jerry continues his tour of Texas. Eddie Scazzeri is here. By the way, I think Tommy and uh, Sean Moresh are doing a show outside From of uh, Reds. Yeah, at Reds for Head Metallica, Metallica concert. Yeah, yeah. When is that? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow night. I think oh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. night. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We should do more live shows at concerts. I want to do the warm-up show outside the Bruce Springsteen uh, concert. We'll be out there at 5 a.m. I'll come do it with you. We'll scream at each other. The show don't start till <laughs> 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> Give me fuel. Uh, uh, I just want to have, throw, I promise, <laughs> this is just one more item. Just one more. Go By ahead. the way, I got to meet Stu Gatz of the Dan Lebitard show. did I, yeah. I never have uh, heard him on the radio. Okay. Or television. I'm aware he exists. exists. Uh-huh. I'm aware of him. That's interesting to me, you being such a radio junkie. Yeah, but I just... <sighs> it's sports talk. It's the sports had talk. Of like, yeah. I love Jim... <laughs> Ro- I used to love Jim Rome when he used to be, you know, yelling at people. Mm-hmm. I used to like Pharrell when he was yelling at people. I even liked uh, Dan Patrick and uh, Rob Dibble. That was a fun show. Dan Patrick's solo, though. A lot of guests. Oof. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, and okay. just boring. Uh, but him with Rob Dibble was a terrific program. Dan Patrick Solo. So you know about Dan Patrick Solo, but somehow you've never heard Stugatz or Lebetard. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him on the ESPN. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, like a Lebetard guy. I don't All know. Right. Well, there you go. He seems like, I don't know. Like, I'd love to argue with him about stuff. Well, you could have him pop in if you want to. <laughs> Isn't he going to be a guest? I think he's calling in. Oh, point. Levitar. They're yeah, talking Levitar. about Stu Gatz. Oh, like, no, oh, Stu Gatz. Posting for the next two days. Yeah. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Would it be a bad look mm-hmm. and send a bad signal to Mets fans if they do indeed trade Pete Alonso? Um, yeah, that. I think that's a fair statement. That they can't do. I, I mean, I'm not saying they can't, but I would, I would put it this way. I would understand more anger and frustration over that, right? Because they're talking about sustained success, building from within. And I understand Alonzo was here already when Cohen arrived, but he's a he's a homegrown Met. And that's what they're after. And he's one of the most prodigious power hitters in the game, the prime of his career, all those good things. So yeah, that would I don't know if there's something more going on behind the scenes, closed doors with that situation. I don't know that. But I yes, that surprised me to hear that they were, you know, potentially considering that. Right. Now they'll tell you, well, we just if anyone blew us away with an offer, we were going to, you know, be open-minded to that. But if this is going to continue now into the winter, that would be a little, that would have me raise an eyebrow a little All bit. Right. To be fair. See, I'm fair. I'm not going to be stubborn and just, you know, stick to my take and be rigid. Same All way right. I called out Scherzer on Twitter. And since then, you know, Epler, Steve Cohen, Brandon Nimmo, Mac, or Justin Verlander have all kind of indicated the same things. Everyone's stories seem to match up. So fine. I didn't love that Scherzer ran out there to get it out there right away, but I, it's hard for me to kill him if everyone else is saying the same thing. Right. So Multiple I can be fair. Source. I can look. I can be fair right. about that and look back on it and say, all right, fair enough. I'll take the heat. Fair enough. I did see Aaron Boone on the Talking Yankees podcast. I saw just the video clip. I haven't seen this clip. I'm looking forward to it now that I saw your your note on yeah. the sheet here. He seemed to get very annoyed at host Jake Storial. Yeah, this has been building. Those guys, they did. A, they've been in here. They've done a show. The John Boy Jake guys. Jake Storial They has? did, talking, yeah, they did a show on fan. At least one, yeah. 
So yeah, I saw it, and it's like a video podcast where uh, they have him on weekly. Yeah, yeah. He was asking about uh, the host was asking why Aaron Judge sat on uh, Sunday, right? Finale against the Orioles, yeah. and uh, Aaron Boone was quite annoyed at the question, just about that the Judge is not a hundred percent. We are. He didn't play any yeah. uh, rehab games. Uh, th- this is the plan. This is part of the, the game plan. You can't be running him out there. And he yelled at the the kid to be better. It looked weird because this this Jake Storiel, he yeah. looks like a very young guy. Yeah, well, he's been with, with uh, I call him John Boy, but the whole thing's John Boy Media. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing this for a while now. This yeah, is not like a brand new thing. He just seemed like a, like a wisecracking teenager well, going after Aaron Boone. They're fed up. They're frustrated <laughs> with the team. You know, they're, they, that's why I make a part of our argument last segment. It's like, it's not just the Mets. You know, look across town. What's going on? You got a frustrated fan base. People who don't understand the the moves or lack thereof, the philosophies, the lineups, who's resting this, who's resting. I mean, they're annoyed. So at least what I give them credit for is they have this weekly spot, but they don't. I don't think that they cower to Aaron Boone and just lob softballs at him all day. I've seen actually both sides. I won't say call him out, but kind of hold his feet to the fire and really question him on some things that they disagree with. Kind of reminded me of. Uh... Who was the Met manager that uh, Evan Roberts was very rude to? Very rude to? He was the younger guy. He oh, was Luis just, Rojas? Yeah, Luis Rojas. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man, Evan yeah. was mean to him. Right, because they had him on for yeah. a weekly, which was mm-hmm. always uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. Why would Aaron Boone agree to do this? Go on a podcast with some young punk? I mean, he usually has a him. weekly somewhere. He had one with Cardin and Roberts. He's had one elsewhere. And I guess this was the best situation for him this year. Yeah, it's a little weird. They're probably thinking, you know, new media. These guys are, you know, young up-and-comers. This is what people are into these days. And maybe it'll be less traditional. It's not on terrestrial radio. What do you think he gets for that? I have no idea. Me neither. I mean, I'm sure they're flush with cash right now from investors. I mean, they've skyrocketed. So Yeah, I don't understand that either. The way these new uh, media things, like... John Boy was a guy who, on the internet... When Aaron Boone would yell at the umpire, he'd slow it down and lip reading, lip yeah. reading all right. stuff, and then all of a sudden he's like, "We're a hundred billion dollar media company." Mm-hmm. What? Because they because people are watching his videos, and if you notice, this one's brought to you by they're getting they're getting sponsorships. Yeah, but I heard they're uh, losing cash. All right, well, and then maybe they're not flush with cash. Well, but what happens is they they become flush with cash yeah. these places because they get investors to throw all this money, like the Athletic. Where the athletic was like, we're paying every writer four million dollars, yeah. and then the cash dries up. Yeah, and, and then, then they've got to like, consolidate. Correct. Right. Now, what do we do? Mm-hmm. This is just a weird business model, which weird, I do not understand. Wild stuff. But I bet he's getting. Well, he's got to be getting over a hundred grand to do it for this. Season, oh, I, yeah. Right. I would have guessed probably maybe closer to five, but I have no five hundred thousand. I have no, no chance. They be at. They're going to go out of business this year if he's getting paid five. Uh, I have no... You're asking the wrong guy. We always used to have, like, on FAN, we'd have, like, different... Didn't uh, Eli Manning get, like, almost a mill one year? And I understand Boone's not Eli Manning, but, I mean... No, I'd never heard those kind of no? numbers. No? Oh, okay. I used All to right. hear numbers of, like, a hundred grand for the, for a season to do call-ins, which always seemed crazy to me. See, like, yeah, that to me, for a guy like Eli, didn't make, doesn't make a ton of sense, unless you just want to have, like, a media presence. But he was also a guy that never wanted to say anything when he was right. playing. Right, unless you get like a big sponsor who's yeah. gonna like the Eli Manning report brought well, to you by. I think they 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 were almost always sponsored. Yeah. I'm sure that was a big part of it. And then they for they, Boone, I get it a little bit more because I he's the manager of the Yankees. He's a name, but I don't think he makes a ton of like comparatively speaking. Oh, like uh, per year with correct. the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right, a guy like Eli Manning, who's making like millions and millions. Right, of, what's a hundred grand? Yeah, why would you put yourself through having that's a call into thinking, Mike Francesa every it was week? Probably more than that, but. Couple it mil. is what it is. No, no, about a couple mil. A bunch of mil. I don't know. I, I see know. Uh, Domingo Herman has voluntarily yeah. entered alcohol abuse treatment. He is uh, done for the season. Yes. It's on the restricted list. Yeah. This so. is an interesting one because he threw a perfect game earlier this year. Yes. It, of course, was reminiscent of uh, CC Sabathia in uh, 2015, I believe it was, where he... Uh, was late in the season, right? Or Very was it late the start in the of the season. Playoffs? They were right. That was, I believe, that was the year that they played in the wild card game against the Astros and lost by. I think they got shut out. I remember Tanaka. I'm pretty sure it was that year, and it was it was very late in the year. Yeah, I want to say in the last couple of weeks of the season, if I recall correctly. 
And also reminiscent of, you know, David Wells through that no-hitter after telling us how he got... Perfect game, yeah. Perfect perfect game after he got trashed the night before or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. And we all have a good old laugh about it. Well, and this here's is... Domingo Herman also throwing a perfect game mm-hmm. in a time when he was telling us now he's had a alcohol problem. Well, this is, I think, a bit an ongoing thing. His domestic violence incident a few years back was related to... was. Alcohol was involved. Oh, is that right? Yeah, there was like a team function or... Um, oh, right. Yeah. And the players were witness to it. Yeah, so that was... Oh, yeah. That was a factor there. So I think it's something he's been dealing with and battling with. So I guess at this point, you know, having a hard time with it. And he's going to have to gonna have to work on it. Yeah. Of course, you had the conspiracy theories out there yesterday once this... Or last night when this was announced that, oh, so I guess it wasn't an armpit injury the other day. And Brian Cashman, of course, said that one had nothing to do with the other. And to be fair, I, I don't know. I I mean, that they announced that scratch like mid-afternoon, like Johnny Brito was there ready to go. Like, I, it seems like unless there was something from the night before that, that related to that. But what, then all of a sudden in the middle, a few hours later, he was good to go. Not right. only go into the game, but throw five shutout innings. Maybe. I don't know. I guess I can't rule it out. Yeah, that's a weird one. But, man, that alcohol gets you if you're not careful. Yeah. It'll get- and as you know from living, <laughs> yeah, alcohol has a different effect on people. Sure does. And the way that they act and behave when they are inebriated. And also there's de- happy drunk and there's angry drunk. Yes. Also, depending on the alcohol. Like, uh, I'm only drink- I only drink beers now because when I was drinking vodka, mm-hmm. man, I was blacking out. What and were you that's drink- a bad Dude, sign. What did you drink at my wedding? You remember? Vodka. That was a vodka night? Oh, yeah, baby. A lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. All right. Yeah. I'd just go out and be like, let's have some vodkas. And then I wouldn't, you know, I have a couple of vodkas, feel nothing, have a couple more. Then all of a sudden, wham! All of a sudden, you woke up the next day and asked what happened. Yeah, those are bad. Mm-hmm. They, very bad. Blackout. They say blackout. That's a very bad sign. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you're blacking <laughs> of out. Of course. Yes. That's why I just do beers now because I know a cu- I'll have a couple beers and I am good to go. All right. So you figured out your happy zone. It took a long time, though. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of see what's going on with some of these uh, ball players, especially they're young dudes. Young dudes. A lot of money. A lot of time on the road. Right, time on the road, a lot of time mm-hmm. by yourself. Going if, out after games. Yeah. Yeah, you got you, you to gotta look out for that. Did you see, oh. speaking of not exactly yeah. the same mm-hmm. thing, but the Mets, when they got to Kansas City, there was a picture of the youngins, Alvarez, Beatty, and Vientos at like a, what looked like a nice outdoor restaurant, sipping on some wine, the three of them together. Is that right? Yeah. Very classy picture of the fellas, the youngins out there in KC drinking some red wine. Getting through. They got through the trade deadline, all that yeah. stuff, and now they they lost two games to the Royals. <laughs> they did. Hmm. Let's take a very quick break here, CeeLo. And then when we come back, I've got a couple NFL notes I'd like to awesome. hit, hit yes. you up with. Uh, and then Gio with Stugatz, Stugatz. at uh, 6 o'clock. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Have a few minutes here before uh, Gio and Stugatz will take over. Literally. Doo-doo. Africa. That's where Tom Brady is. I was is reading, that right? Yeah, I was For reading. His birthday? Yes. His 46th birthday is uh, today, actually. Hmm. Man, if Boomer was here, we'd get a Tom Brady sportsman for Happy damn birthday, sure. Happy birthday, Tom. Happy birthday, Tom Brady. 46. Now, didn't he make some announcement yesterday about a soccer club ownership yeah. or something? Did he's he do the, that? Was the video taken in Africa? Was like, um, I don't know if there was a video for it, but he is in Africa. I thought I saw with his post. kids. Oh, Boomer wants to send me on an African safari. I have no interest in going to Africa. That's true. Yeah, he, let me see. He put out a quote yesterday. I thought I saw a video of him. I'm curious. I know uh, Tom Brady gets praised for being a good father, but you put your kids to Africa. They get eaten by a lion oh, on those safaris. On. <laughs> safaris? <laughs> you think they're what, out on foot, the Brady's? <laughs> yeah, I do. Stop it. Running from zebras <laughs> and lions and tigers. Well, that's all right. Panthers. Dan Campbell wanted still pushing to have a real lion on the sidelines in Detroit. Yeah, I'm with him on that one. Let's get a real lion on the sideline. Uh, how come college colleges uh, are allowed to have real live mascots? Not lions. <laughs> Is that right? You're like the Georgia bulldog. That yeah, that's sleep, what I mean. That yeah. sleeps half the game. Yes. It's a little different. If they get to have a bulldog, we get a lion. Yeah, this is a canned, recorded Brady announcement. All right. People were upset that Tom, or not upset, people were wondering if Tom Brady would be spending his birthday with that new hottie girlfriend of his. But nope, she's not there in Africa. He's there with his children. Good for him. 
Mr. Dad. I hope he's not going there in hopes that the kids get eaten by lions, oh, and then God. he starts a whole new life with this Irenia Sharonian, whatever her name is. Because I've seen that on like Dateline NBC when people want to start like a oh, whole new life I with somebody you about new. Brady, I was like, new. take your kids to Africa and pray, cross your fingers, and they get eaten by lions. Uh, yeah. And then you come back, oh, they're open, gone. Open I got the door. Move. Just yeah. nudge them out. Thanks. Listen, I got to move on with this new supermodel, uh-huh. another supermodel. I got to move on, mourn the kids. And these kids are of age now day. where, like, I mean, they're not like real young. I That's think he, true. I think his oldest is definitely a teenager, right? Oh, a yeah. A couple yeah, yeah, of them yeah. might be teenagers. Yeah, at they, this they point. do look a little bit older. Yeah. But you will never find me on a safari in Africa. I don't well, trust. We won't find you in a lot of places, Al. That's <laughs> you the won't find me at the Great Adventure Safari. Did you ever go to that? Of course, numerous times. When you went, because I'm much older than you, did uh, were the animals coming right up to your car? When or? I was younger, yes. Now it's you. You can't take your car in. You have to get yeah. on in like a, for lack of a better phrase, like a big jeep. Yeah, you know they they provide the transportation and they take you through. Yeah, that's less fun. No, correct. I, I love right. you go in with your own car. The monkeys be ripping the windshield <laughs> wipers off, peeing on your car, sitting yeah. on your side view mirror. Playing yeah. around with your antenna. Yeah, oh yeah. 100%. Windshield wipers. It was Rip great. Rip the antenna right off. Yeah. <laughs> Those monkeys were awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. I like when there used to be a roller coaster in the back. When you got up, you could overlook and see the safari and see oh, the really? monkeys running around. I don't think that one's open anymore. I think they got rid of that one. You get the monkeys climbing on roller coasters yeah. over there. Great adventure in Jackson, New Jersey. That's right. Man. Hop, skip, and a jump for me. I'd 20 rather, minutes away. I'd rather be on the... Uh, Sideline of the Lions and in the Safari as Great Adventure. Because <laughs> at least like you're only there during the games, and then when you're not at the games, you're doing other Lions stuff. Uh-huh. By the way, what is Skyreezy, that drug that we run commercials for? No idea. Skyreezy. Should we have Eddie play Bam. it and listen closely? I believe closely? it's an anti-psoriasis. Oh, anti-psoriasis? Oh, that's the st- stuff you get on your skin? Correct. I have an, I'm an eczema guy. Oh, yeah. Not psoriasis, but probably kind of similar, right? Are they in the same family? That I don't know. Eczema. I, I know psoriasis is an autoimmune because I, I have a form of it from my uh, arthritis situation. It's a weird combination, but it's an autoimmune disease. I don't know okay. if eczema is. I don't, I'm not sure. All I yeah, know this is got weird. it's uh, Sky Reezy. It's flamed up this week on the fingers here. I've been struggling. It's because when you argue, it gets worse. <laughs> nothing from nothing. That's what it is, Eddie? I thought it was the only sleeping two to three hours at a time. That could be it also. That could be yeah. It. yeah. What's Amy talking about? Oh, Sports Minute. Yeah. Al has no chance. Oh, uh, really? Absolutely no shot. Oh, I can't even. I don't even have a guess then. So just fire away. away, Amy. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, man. Out of time. I did see this was an interesting thing. You see a Cowboys camp when uh, Trevon Diggs told uh, Dak Prescott to uh, shut yo blank ass up. I love those camp battles. Oh, I love it. They seemed like there were like multiple guys that were kind of going after Dak. It's the Heat. Probably what the Recos are saying to each other this week in Texas. Right, screaming at each other. Right, you're right. The, te- the Texas Heat will right. get you. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.